Welcome to the Book of Wellbeing podcast, a place to help you to understand, manage and improve your mental health and wellbeing, where you will find the knowledge, guidance and tools you need to improve your life and where you can build your own wellbeing toolkit to take with you. Here's the thing about life. No matter where we are, no matter what we're doing or what we're going through, we always have the freedom and the opportunity to learn, to grow and to develop. If we finally allow ourselves to be human, to give ourselves a break when we try but fail, when we make a wrong decision or take a wrong turning, when we accept that we are supposed to get things wrong from time to time, then we're winning at life, we're doing what we're supposed to be doing, we're evolving. The issue is that we're far too hard on ourselves. We think we're supposed to get everything right. We're supposed to be ahead of ourselves, living our dream life. We're not good enough when we fail or when we do something wrong. Or because so-and-so is good at everything, or they have everything. Bad shit keeps happening that gets in our way or slows us down. Or we're the unfortunate ones. We put ourselves down and we keep chipping and chipping away at our own confidence. The other thing is that life isn't a race. We have to stop comparing ourselves to other people and pressurising ourselves to need to be like others, to have what they have. This is the best way to do the polar opposite of giving yourself a break. All it does is add pressure and a negative outlook. You do not have to be anyone else but you. You don't have to have the things that other people have to make your life good and the way you want it to be. When we focus too much on comparison, our own desires, wants, goals and dreams get blurred. We start dreaming for a life because it's what we think we're supposed to have or supposed to be doing. It's what someone else wants, not what we might want to make us happy. And yes, of course, the things that we want in our life are going to be the same as other people to some degree because we're similar in lots of ways and lots of the same things make us happy. Just make sure that your dreams are truly what you want in your life, not because it looks good or not because it's what the crowd's doing. So that's the first step in giving yourself a break. It's to stop comparing. It's wasted energy. And it gives you no benefit, particularly when you find yourself comparing your life and yourself to other people and it's making you feel inadequate, like it isn't good enough what you have or what you are. When you notice this happening, that's when you need to stop comparing. The next thing we need to work on is that lovely friend of ours, the overthinker. So when we're not giving ourselves a break, when we're beating ourselves up and piling more pressure on top of pressure, we usually play in a repeat record of how we haven't done good enough, how we aren't good enough, how we made a mistake, how we fell back into a habit, how we said the wrong thing. And we keep going over and over this just to make sure we've reminded ourselves. I've talked about this before, so I'll just give you a quick reminder. Our brain does this, it repeats and repeats the same thought because it thinks this will solve the problem but it actually does the opposite so we have to reprogram it a little. There's no quick easy way around this and often some of the thoughts we have are automatic and that's okay we can't stop them. 
but what we can do is to try and repeat a new habit every time we notice this overthinker kicking in and that's to forgive yourself and let it go so we didn't do something to the standard we set for ourselves we gave up at something because it was too hard we ate the wrong thing again we were late we didn't do the housework we spent too much money, we shouted at the kids, we forgot to be somewhere, we didn't do that thing we were meant to do today, we didn't want to be around people so we stayed alone, we weren't perfect. Well you know what, we're not meant to be. So keep an eye on your thoughts, observe them, notice what's going on up there and when the overthinker steps in and takes over, that repetitive, critical, overthinking voice responds with this in your head or out loud. I forgive myself for this. I'm human. I'm letting it go. Short and simple. Keep repeating it over and over until that becomes a stronger habit than the overthinker. So just again to remind you, I forgive myself for this. I am human. I'm letting it go. Accept, forgive, let go. Those are three really powerful tools right there. Life-changing if you let them in. You keep practising and it's not always easy. Our mind's so resistive and a sponge to habit, so it does take some willpower and self-control. But it's doable. It's just about repeating a new habit. Accept that you shouldn't be perfect and are not expected to be. Forgive yourself for everything that you're not letting go of and then let it go. Let the past go, let the thoughts go, move on, live in the moment you have right now. And remember, I'm not saying that you have to let absolutely everything go. Some really dark stuff happens to all of us at times. I'm not saying that it's easy, it's just like that, but this is about giving yourself a break. So when you're beating yourself up, when you're putting yourself down, that's what we're talking about here. And that's when you need to let it go because you need to let yourself be imperfect and make mistakes and to be flawed because you're human. The next thing we need to do to give ourselves a break is to slow the pace down and lessen the load. And I know I promised in this podcast we weren't going to focus on COVID. But sometimes I do have to mention it because we all went through it. But remember when the world went into lockdown? I have listeners from various different countries, so I can't pinpoint a specific time because it was different. But wherever you're from, at some point or another, everything did go into lockdown. Everything slowed down or stopped. And for lots of us, work carried on, parenting continued, everyday life essentials. But everything else stood still and the pace of life slowed right down. And yes, there was lots of negative things going on at that time. But getting from one day to another was at a slower pace. And now things have picked up again and it's easy to forget that life was manageable at that slower pace. You might already be living at a slower pace and wondering how you pick it back up. It's important that we get a balance here. In my view, the pace is better slower. By this I mean we're not moving and rushing every minute of every day this isn't good for us but it's a healthy pace we're living at 
I'm trying to think of how to give you a visual example. So imagine there's a park with a circular walking path around it. And there's two people that are doing a lap of the park. The first one is one of those fast walkers, you know, um, it's an athletic sport. The walk as fast as running, but without the run, the bums and hips are like belly dancers. I'm not explaining it very well. I'm sorry if any of you do this sport. I'm probably not giving it a good descriptor. But anyways, we've got the person beating all the dogs, chasing after their sticks. And then we've got the second person and they're enjoying a leisurely pace. They're focused, they're walking around the park. They aren't rushed, but they know their direction. Yes, they've got a time limit, but they've got enough time to have this walk. They can see the things going on around them. They have plenty of time to greet people as they pass. They're enjoying it. And the speed walker might be enjoying their journey too. Their body's fit. They're reaching personal bests. But on the way around, in the middle of that rush, they've dropped the they dropped they've dropped the water bottle and stood in a muddy puddle because they weren't observant and they've went over on their ankle so they've hurt themselves and it turns out on this walk that cool as a cucumber slow walker made it to the end of the lap first and there we have it i've just accidentally made up a human version of the tortoise and the hare story didn't mean to do that but the point here is it's not about winning any race life isn't a race it's about getting the pace right slowing down enough so that you don't miss the beauty around you what's going on hazards so that you can interact with people in the world and your journey is much easier Because sometimes when we're living life at a really fast pace, we're on the move all the time. And this move doesn't have to be physical. It can be in our minds because sometimes our minds are like that speed walker. We need to try and slow down because we do get the things done when we slow down. You're allowed to have a rest. You're allowed to stop, slow down, be observant, reflect. It's okay to do all of this. So which person would you rather be walking around the park? Yes, sometimes life is really rushed and there's lots for us to do. But being calm about it and slowing down gives your mind the space. And when your mind has space, it's much easier for it to find healthy solutions. So it's a win-win. Okay, so let's just have a quick recap. So, to give ourselves a break... We stop in comparing ourselves to other people in a negative way, looking for what they have and what we don't. We're tackling the overthinking, that repetitive cycle that keeps going round and round that gives us no healthy solutions. We're accepting, forgiving and letting go of everything that we don't need. It's not giving us any benefit now. We don't need it, we're letting it go. And we're slowing down the pace. We're getting a healthy balance, a healthy pace in our life. And the last thing is to let yourself be you exactly as you are. You don't need to be anything or anyone else. 
yes, you may have goals that you want to work towards and things in life that you want that you haven't yet got, and that's okay. But you don't need to change who you are as a person in any way, shape or form. To be a real person, we have to have dark and light. We all have it. So let's not pretend. We don't have to be all lightness all the time. We have things that are really good about ourselves. We have skills and attributes. We're not good at noticing them ourselves, but we have them. And we have flaws. We have a darker side. We have things that maybe aren't so good. And some of that we might want to work on. So, you know, for example, we've talked about overthinking. That's something about ourselves. It's not us as a person, but it's something about ourselves that we can work on. But there's a difference in working working on these things and developing ourselves and feeling like we need to change ourselves as a person because that you do not need to do. Let yourself be you exactly as you are. For the toolkit, when we are giving ourselves a break, I've got two tools to introduce to you that are really, really helpful. The first one, I've had deja vu when I thought about this one, so I might have mentioned this before, but we're talking about it again here, is to use people as inspiration, not comparison. So when I said before that often our thoughts are quite automatic, and when we're doing this, when we're comparing ourselves to other people, you know, on social media or in real life, it doesn't really matter either way, but it does have a negative impact on us. We can spin this around if we can't quite manage to stop the thoughts around it. And instead of looking at people and thinking, oh, they've got that. They're so good at that. I'm so bad at that. Oh, I don't have this. We can look at them and think, I'm really inspired by that person or by what they have. That has given me the inspiration that I need to go out and get something similar myself or to do something similar myself. So if somebody's got a good job or they're training to be something, nothing nothing in terms of what we can have in life is impossible. We can have anything we want as long as we're driven and we have the right, right mindset about it. Yeah, there's barriers, but it's always doable. So if somebody's doing that and we're thinking, you know, I really want something like that in my life, there's the inspiration, not the comparison, not looking at the lack that you have. It's thinking, I'm going to go out and do something like that. So use people as inspiration, not comparison. It reverses the pressure. So that pressure we feel on that lack, we don't have this, we don't have that. It reverses that because it gives us that motivation to think yeah I want to do something better I want to do something different I want something different inspiration not comparison and the second tool is the rucksack tool so this is around when we talked about lessening the load and slowing down the pace if we think, so do this visual image, and it will take a bit longer than it's taking me to talk to you about it, so you might need to think about it separately. But imagine your life as it is now. Everything about it is in a rucksack on your back. So you're going to have some lighter things in there. This is like a visual image, so you have to be quite creative when you think about it. So the good things in our life, they're quite light and feathery. You know, they're going in there, so let's think about... Um, We've got a safe place to live. 
that's quite light in our rucksack. We have food to eat. That's light in our rucksack. Something's going well for us. So let's say we're getting on with our friends or we are tackling a problem we've had. That's all quite light stuff in there. So it's not too heavy. Then we've got the things that maybe aren't so light. So that's the things that feel heavy to us psychologically or physically. So maybe we're overworked. We are feeling really anxious every day. We're having arguments with somebody. It's all that stuff that feels heavy, that's maybe putting a bit of a spanner in the works in our life. And it's really helpful to write this down. It's a kind of, you could, there's two ways to do it. So you can draw a rucksack and if, if you're a really visual person and you can draw it out like that, or you can just have um, a, two columns and list it. So the lighter things, the heavier things. So the idea is that we're going to try and identify all those heavier things to try and take some out of the rucksack that we're carrying on our back. Some of the stuff that maybe isn't even ours that we're carrying anyways. So it might be that one of those heavy things is carrying around some guilt because we haven't been to visit a grandparent or somebody. We haven't made as much of an effort with someone. So we're feeling really guilty about it. I mean, go back to what we just talked about. You're human. So we can take that out and maybe we'll make some kind of effort with that person because that will help with the burden. So it's about recognising this heavier stuff and how can we make it lighter. Some of it's going to stay. The rucksack's not going to be on our back. Lighter than not even feeling like it's there because re- realistically in life, things are going to feel heavy. But it's about recognising what you can take out that would lessen the load. So just do this visual exercise and try it because it can be really, really helpful in removing some of that stuff that we don't need or making it a bit lighter. We've reached the end of this week's episode. Thank you very much for listening. I hope some of this stuff has been helpful to you. Thank you to those of you who subscribe and listen to the podcast regularly. I'm glad that it helps, and don't forget to share it with people who may also find it helpful. I hope you have a good week.